Hi, I'm Lana Flatteron, and today I have Linda Principato, owner of Whole Health and Wellness, back again for a second time to talk specifically about her being a holistic health counselor and integrative nutrition coach, her experience and expertise. So, Linda, welcome back. Thank you, Lana. <laughs> I'm so excited to be doing this today with you. Um, please explain separately what you do as a holistic health counselor and integrative nutrition coach. Sure, I would love to. So as a holistic health counselor, it's um, so the whole thing starts with holistic. It encompasses the whole being, the body, mind and soul. Uh, the health aspect is not just about food and nutrition, but I work with people around um, their physicality, you know, how they feel in their physical body, um, their relationships, not just the relationship with the significant other, but their relationship with the world around them and the relationship with their food. We also cover um, what do people get to do every day that's really nourishing for the soul. So if it's not a career, some sort of creative expression, and then the fifth element is the spiritual connection or not necessarily religion, but just something to connect to that's bigger than the self, some sort of meaning. And then the counseling aspect of it is a lot of conversation. It's open dialogue. There's a lot of sharing and listening. Um, there's mutual teaching and learning. So the holistic health counseling um, it's a little, it's, it's, it's a lot different than other modalities such as, you know, the approaches that might be a little more, um, I don't know, with some more boundaries between the coach and, and the client, so to speak. So it's not like therapy where, um, I don't know, I've been in therapy, it feels a little one-sided to me, like one person's being very vulnerable, the other person isn't. And with coaching, it's like, you know, heart out, everything's on the table. And it allows a person to feel really safe, non-judged, um, supported. Um, people will, will tend to relax when they don't feel there's a lot of pressure from the other person. So that's where the whole holistic health counseling comes in. It's about witnessing someone and just really being on the same level with them the integrative nutrition coaching so that's a bit specific i i studied at the institute for integrative nutrition way back when we did the program in person um and so back then the certification was actually holistic health counselor so that's what my certification says and over the years the the school the institute for integrative nutrition changed a little bit of their um the curriculum they did a lot to become accredited and the title was then changed to health coach. So for me, the difference, I, I got to experience both worlds and, and I love that I can sort of find that, that beautiful overlap between counseling and coaching. Coaching is really goal focused and it's about helping the client identify their goal. And then as the coach, my job is just to help you get there. And there's a period of time. So typically, you know, goals, Goals are, are not just specific, but they're time-centered, too. I want to reach this goal by a certain time. And so the coach's job is to really help make that happen. And the integrative nutrition part is 
because I was I was certified by the Institute for Integrative Nutrition. So nowadays there's a lot of health coaches, life coaches, relationship coaches, but integrative nutrition coach is specific to the Institute for Integrative Nutrition. Okay, great. Thanks. Um, because we, you were my health coach back in 2015, 16. Yes. And so, and I know you do, since you graduated from IIN, um, you've been coaching. So I wasn't sure, like, I know they're related, but if I wanted, if I came to you and said, I want to work on my nutrition, would you say then you would do into integrative nutrition coaching with me as opposed to holistic health counselor? Well, see, that's the whole thing. And that's what makes each and every coach unique. Um, it's the kind of profession where you really do just get to shine. So whatever you were coming for, Lana, you're basically going to get the same from me, but it's going to be expressed in a way that makes sense to you. So it's not so much I'm signing up for coaching and she's signing up for counseling. So I'm going to show up different. I'm, I'm showing up and what you desire, what you want to get out of it. Um, we would get clear on that, like straight up. Um, you set the intention in the beginning. And if I feel like in our initial consultation, if I feel like I can't help you or um, we're just not speaking the same language, which you and I very much speak the same <laughs> language, we knew that straight up. Um, but some people just aren't a good fit and somebody might be looking for something a little more structured or a little more uh, lenient. Some people want accountability. I, I'm not like that. And so again, that's why that initial consultation, you sort of get a feel for what what does this person want and am I the coach to help make that happen? Okay. Yes, no, because my experience with you was organized. Like every session we did a, a six month into a three month and yes. every week I'd, we would meet and we'd every session you would give me handouts and we would talk about a specific thing and then also what I was wanted to speak about as well so i know it was both so that was great it was a great experience thank you yes um <laughs> so my next question is please explain your process on how you became a holistic health counselor and an integrative nutrition coach how did this opportunity decision come about when and where what were the steps involved and how much money did it cost so that's a lot in a little question. <laughs> um, and, and the first thing I want to say is the process happened kind of while I was doing something else. I did not plan very far into my future. I was just sort of being moved and attracted by certain opportunities. And next thing you know, here I am loving that this is the life I get to live. Like I am in awe that I get to do this, but it took 15 years to get to this point. And even prior to that, I'm talking 15 years since I walked out of corporate. The journey before that started long before, it was a healing journey. I was sick and lethargic and miserable and I was way too young to be feeling that way. And 
I, I see these days that a lot of people normalize not feeling well. And, and it was kind of frowned upon, like when I just sort of got a spark to, oh my gosh, like I need to do something to shake things up. Um, my friends weren't really enthusiastic or even on board with it. So the journey was more about, it wasn't like, oh, I'm going to change careers and become a health coach because I hate my job and this sounds better. It was just like, I'm friggin' miserable and I need to do something about it. So what did I do? I got on my bicycle. I just started pedaling. Next thing you know, I'm eating energy bars and drinking protein shakes. From there, it turned into supplements and wheatgrass juice. And then I hired a health coach who at the time was called a holistic health counselor. And I met her not by accident, but it was just like paths crossing. I didn't meet her because she put out an ad. I met her because I showed up where she was. And that's the kind of, um, it's almost there, there's this magical synchronicity that took me along this journey when each each time I said yes to something, I didn't realize at the time it was taking me closer to my purpose. And so even when I signed up for, for the Institute for Integrative Nutrition in 2005, I had a cushy corporate job. I was coasting. I had no intentions of, of jumping that ship. And I signed up for IIN because um, the tuition was high. And at the time I didn't have, I couldn't wrap my mind around, I had enough debt at the time and I couldn't really wrap my head around coming up with this kind of money, making that kind of investment. But I would fantasize over the catalogs. Every time the catalog came in the mail, I was paging through it, reading all up about the different teachers. And you know what happened? I got some money. And then I said to myself, what am I going to do with this little, at the time to me, it was a huge fortune. What am I going to do with this? And, um, you know, the practical part of me who had been, you know, going through the corporate wheels and trying to do the right thing and building my credit rating, part of me was like, put it in the bank, get some, you know, do something practical. And the other part of it was, here's your ride to Disneyland get in that program, pay that tuition. And you know, it, it came to me in a dream, a dream said my grandparents were like, do it, do it. Wow. You know, there was the Susie Orman part of me that was like, <laughs> sock it away. And it was like, no, you got to do this. So even when I signed up for IIN, I wasn't thinking I was going to be a health coach. But 2006, upon graduating, I was coaching and I was coaching for the school. But here's what happened. Halfway through my IIM program, I quit that corporate job. I was shocked. They were shocked. Everybody, I was pleasantly shocked. They were sort of a little horrified because I was the last person to walk. And there it was. The decision again just sort of came to me in a flash like, leave that job. And the other part was like, what? You can't do that. And then there was that, you know, that quiet voice in the back that was like, hmm, let's just, let's just imagine what that would be like. Started to feel good to think about it. And when you're thinking about something and it feels good, it's really hard not to follow the impulse. And 
And that's what led me here. It wasn't a conscious decision. It was really a series of synchronicities that I just kept saying yes to. Okay. So how much did it cost? It, it cost a lot. Um, the tuition itself at the time, let's see if I remember 15 years ago, I'm going to say the tuition was maybe $6,000 okay. for, for a 10 month program. Okay. And I'm going to tell you, you can't put a price on what I got out of that program. It was priceless. It was the best ever. So it was a well worth the investment. Since then, how much have I spent? I have spent tons of money. I have wasted tons of money. I've thrown tons of money down the drain. I have had breakdowns over my horrible relationship with money. It, it brought up a lot of shadow for me, the, the cost of running a business. And, you know, just, just to keep that, because that could go off in a whole different direction. It cost me fortunes and lots of mistakes. Okay. Yeah, I know. I know that it could, a lot of this stuff could be expensive. And so that's like, I'm curious. And then for people that are curious to know about it, you know, your experience, that's why I'm asking. I mean, you don't have to answer all the questions that I ask if you feel uncomfortable, but it's basically to get that knowledge out there. Um, yeah. And that, and that it, it was a great investment for you. And then after that, like you said, it's, it, immediately after that, you started coaching for IIN. Yeah. And then when did you decide to start your own business? So I, when I quit my corporate job halfway through, I was all going to start my own business. I was very enthusiastic. I figured, you know, I excelled in the corporate world and I thought I was going to excel at anything. Um, I hadn't really tried to do a lot of things at that point yet, sadly. And everything I had tried to do, I pretty much aced it. So I thought this was going to be the same thing. And I gave myself, I remember giving myself three months. I was going to take three months off. And after working 17 years, a nine to five Monday through Friday cog in the wheel, it's really easy to shine when, when that's what you do. So here I was three months out, totally floundering, like, oh my gosh, what did I do? Now, again, I was riding. I was um, I was still technically working for the corporate job because they had me working from home until they were able to replace me. And um, so I was making money from them at home while I was now trying to launch my business. And it was overwhelming. It was a lot, a lot of hours in front of the computer. And it wasn't hours coaching. It wasn't hours engaging with another human being. It was hours and hours of trying to launch a business. And it, it practically destroyed me. It, it was, it was hard for me. And I'm not saying that um, people can't go out and do this. There are super successful health coaches. There are super successful solo entrepreneurs. The thing is to know yourself and you can still be an amazing health coach. I'm an amazing health coach. You are. But I like to work for other people. I like somebody else to do all that other stuff that I'm not really good at. And you just let me come in and do the magic. So I have finally took me 15 years 
gotten myself to that point where I know who I am, I know my strengths, I know what I'm not capable of, and I've managed to surround myself with such a supportive um, amount of amazing people who like to be part of a team. And I'm just, I mean, I worked in corporate, we called it a sales team, we called it a marketing team, but it was cutthroat and it was competitive. And that's what I always thought a team was. No, team is, I do this really well, let me shine while you go do that thing you do really well. And then we all come together with something really beautiful and it's not competitive. And and so as coaches, I really, um, cause I coach coaches now, I work for, since I, right out the gate, I started coaching for the school. And when I coach coaches, you know, I tell, I tell them about that. This is not competition. If you are in this because you are competing with, with the coach down the street, well, some people get off on, on, on competition. But coaching, most of the personalities are not competitive. It's really just supportive. So it's hard to be that and run a business. But it's, it's totally doable. It happens. No, that's amazing that you have that support now and you have that yeah. team now. So you have stated that you are not a medical doctor, a registered nurse, dietitian, or nutritionist. So what are the certification requirements for being a holistic health counselor and integrative nutrition coach? Are there any continuing education requirements, renewal fees, and where are your certifications from? So, um, yes, I'm not any of those things that, that you mentioned. And again, that's just me. There are health coaches who are dietitians. There are health coaches who are nurses and doctors and chiropractors and um, chefs and yoga teachers and dancers. And, and by, by law, if we are not certified in any of those things, we have to state it up front. So that's the statement. And and so how do you get certified as a health coach? You take a course, preferably a course that has a lot of integrity and a lot of backing. And I would say, you know, Integrative Nutrition invented this. They've been doing it for a long time. And when I stepped in, it was just before the peak. So I got to ride that wave. The program is amazing. If you want to be a health coach, I'd say go get that certification. Um, at the time in 2006, I also got certified by the uh, AADP. It's the American Association of Drugless Practitioners. There's a one-time fee, and I don't know, it wasn't even a lot of money. Maybe it was $65. It's a one-time. They send you the certificate, and you had to be like an IIN grad in order to. So it was just another layer of, here, I'm not making this up. I actually know what I'm doing. Um, but again, back then, like a lot of the people who were coming through this program, like I hadn't been to school since I graduated high school in like 1982. So the certification, um, for me, wasn't adding on to a degree or anything like that. Now times have changed so much. And again, the school has changed and their accreditation is different. You can, you can use these, um, to to have like um those you can add it to a higher 
level of certification. For me, I'm a certified health coach. I have other certifications as well. Um, I've done other IIM programs. None of them are are mandatory, but um, I've also gotten certified through the International Association of Health Coaches, which I did have to take a test for and um, only because through IIN, I do coach internationally. I coach people from all over the world. And I love that I get to connect with people from all over the world. But um, the other certifications that I have, I'm, I'm certified as a food and spirit practitioner. So it's more about the energy of the food and the colors, and it's a little more esoteric, but based in you know solid clinical nutrition but it just has that very spiritual edge to it. And I also um, am doing the uh, David Wolf. Um, I'm, I'm in, I pay a membership fee to access his teachings as well. So David Wolf is a raw foodist. And so I'm in the process of getting that certification right now. I have a certification in gut health, hormone health. Um, I, I did a business course failed it miserably. I'm okay with that. <laughs> but some you take a course, you see some some land, some don't. <laughs> no, great. Yeah. So I just like so everyone knows exactly, you know, because some people just don't know the health coach, maybe they think it's a nutritionist or they think it's a dietitian. So I just wanted to clear that up. So yeah, and, people, and I also wanted to know myself. So thank you. People always think it's a, about nutrition. And a lot of times I will hear people introduce me as a nutritionist and, and I can say a hundred times I'm not, but people will still think that because I know a lot about nutrition. Mm-hmm. But again, you know, there are those laws and for me to like claim that title, I could get in trouble. It's, it's a non-truth, but I do know an awful lot about nutrition. Yes, you do. But I just <laughs> wanted to clarify that. So, um, Thank you. Please explain the process, and I wrote step-by-step, but of counseling, coaching a client. So walk me through an example of your process with a client who hires you like I did for a three to six month coaching program. First step now is questionnaire or phone call. Um, If you could just walk me through. And is, is, is there a specific training manual you use or reference? I created um, all of my own materials through the materials that I have access to through my training. So my six month program has um, 12 sessions full of relevant handouts. And I sort of tweaked and edited and put them in a particular order that makes sense to me so that if you were to sign up for a six month program with me and it's not just about the food, it's actually those five pillars, food, physicality, relationships, career, creativity, and spirituality, the materials I put together are going to encompass all of that. And it's and it's a journey like baby steps. So we start at session one. Well, actually, we start with a health history. So and before that, there's a, I offer a free Q&A. So if somebody's just curious, you know, um, we would book a session. Everything is over virtual platform now. I don't have an office anymore. Um, I have an online scheduler. I've always had an online scheduler and you book the Q&A. It doesn't cost anything. Show up for the appointment, ask a bunch of questions, see if, you know, just like we are right now. And you see if it's something you want to do, if if you want to take it further. If somebody does decide that they're curious, but they're still on the fence, then we would do a health history or a discovery session. 
Um, this session has a price tag. It's $75, takes about an hour to 75 minutes. And if that person at that time decides, yeah, I want to continue, then that, that fee is waived and it's rolled into the price of the program. So then it would be included. If you want to just say, thank you very much, walk away, there's that fee, and then off they go. Um, if a person decides to do the program, there's I have a few options. The six-month program is what I created through my IIN program. I also have um, the, the Nourishing Soul program, which is focused on the seven chakras. And I got, I've created that through my food and spirit practitioner training. I have um, seasonal detoxes, which I created working with another IIN health coach who I absolutely adore. Um, so I hired her to help me. And we together, she's, an, she's a coach for coach. She's a business coach for coaches. She helps you create programs and sell them. And I don't do any of the sales stuff really well, but I love creating programs because I worked in sales and marketing. So I love, you know, give me an idea. I'll put it on paper and I'll dot the, the I's and cross the T's and make it sound really beautiful. And then, and, and then I love to share it. So I create programs and I create the materials and, and then I enroll people. Hopefully. <laughs> okay. So, yes. Yeah, so, okay. So, no, that's great. What, what is your why for being a holistic health counselor and an integrative nutrition coach? Like from the beginning and now, presently, has it changed? There's, there's a recurring theme through the whole thing. Um, and it is about a, a purpose that's sort of bigger than me. I'm... I feel like I'm on a, a very s sacred mission and it's not just singular, like all about me. I actually get to be a part of, I feel like there's something very special going on in the world right now um, amidst all the chaos. There's something that I've, I've been able to tap into and, and, and it's a global thing and I can say it because I know it to be true. I've, I've spoken to these people. And, and so there's always this, this constant thread of we're on a mission, um, you know, maybe it's a small percent, but I keep being driven by the mission. This is never really, for me, this has never been about um, a business. It's more about what I get to do and how could I do it in a way that feels on purpose. So that's what drives me. That's what keeps me going. And even when I've had my ups and downs and I've had my dark night of the soul, there's a lot of things that I had to quit and cross off the list. But this was something I could always still show up for. So it kind of takes on a life of its own and, and it's bigger than me. So, so even earlier, like when I worked in corporate, I mentioned I was a really good cog in a wheel. I'm really good being like a, a, a drop in the ocean. And, and that's what I get to do with this. It's a very special ocean. And I'm a drop in it. Yeah, no, it's beautiful. Because you're helping people. So it's beautiful. You helped me. Um, so you have launched your business in 2016, 2006, 14 years ago. So congratulations. It's a long time. Thanks. How did you start your own business? What was the process? Like, I'm not sure, like, did IIN help you? Was there a part of the program of like starting your own business? Maybe they 
said you yes. know, taught you a little bit. And then like, what did it involve? Like, did you have to hire an attorney, form an LLC or some other for a company formation? Was there yeah. any specific insurance for yourself and for the company? Mm. Um, website so, and marketing? Yeah, so the school, so Integrative Nutrition um, did help us with all of that. It was part of what we were enrolled in. And so they did set us up with business cards. They did set us up with a website. In fact, my website is still, it's, it's still driven through the IIN, except now we've got live edit doing it for them. Um, but always it was part of the program that they're not just going to train you, but they're going to train you and then give you what you need to do it. So it's like, we're going to take away all your excuses so you can go do the thing you do. So all of us had the same business cards back then. All of us had the same website back then. But the point was we had it. So so, so what did I have to do? Um, we kept it very, very simple. Think of a name was, was like the hard part. Think of a name. What are you going to call yourself? So it was a little bit of how branding, a little bit of branding, but without the focus coming away from what was really happening. So we talked a little bit, you know, there was some level of trading around that. Um, what, what they also did was, um, so my training and coaching for the school was part of an extension program where um, they, were, they were actually pushing you out of the nest, so to speak. So the group that did the health coach training program about 10% of us went on to do the immersion program, which was how I started coaching IIN students right away while building my private practice. So that was the initial intention. And the immersion program allowed us to practice coaching so that you could feel a little confident putting out a business like, hey, I'm a coach, but I've never coached anyone. Well, that wasn't true because I just coached 12 people today didn't matter that they were 12 people who were studying to be health coaches because I took it very seriously. I had a friend who was also in immersion at the time and she wrote herself a crappy bio because back then we used to get chosen by our bios. Like so our, the students were looking for who they wanted to spend the next 10 months with and we weren't getting paid. It was like apprenticeship. It was part of the, it was, I, I felt blessed that, oh my God, I get to do this. So, but it was just so funny how different perspectives, my friend was like, I'm gonna write a crappy bio so nobody picks me. Meanwhile, I was coaching 12 students a day because I wrote a, a really awesome bio. I wanted people to pick me and she wanted to coach through the immersion program. So needless to say, I still coach, she does something else now. Mm -hmm. But, and, and again, you, it's kind of like, you know, you're trying to coat, you see if it fits, if you don't like it, you take it off, nothing, bad or wrong about it. But that's how I got started. I did not hire an attorney. I got my URL and then I went down to Bay Street and I went into the office there. I did a little research. Again, I paid a fee. I registered my name. That allowed me to go to the bank and open a business account. You can't go to the bank and call yourself a business unless you get that little certificate. So there I went and I felt professional and I joined the Chamber of Commerce. Again, where I wasted money, I didn't need to join the Chamber of Commerce. So stuff like that. Email, an email um, service. I signed up for Constant Contact. I didn't need to sign up for Constant Contact. $35 a month, really? Just out the gate? Why? How big is my list? 
So sort of things like that, trial and error. But I did the I did the basics and and I hung out a shingle, like not physically. And I thought I was gonna go from one full-time job to another and and that didn't happen. But I coached IIN um, through the immersion program for two years. And then it was during those two years that the school just exploded. They got so huge, so fast. The program then became a distant learning program. And some of us in the immersion program got hired. Hello. I was one of them. I was so blessed. <laughs> and still, it's it's my favorite job. I'm, I've got a call. I'm coaching a group right now presently. So I love that I have IIN to do this with. You know, that's amazing. Yeah. And that just shows that they want you, that you're excellent. Aww. So it shows that because they want you, you have to be excellent. And I and I worked with you, so and I know you're excellent. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. Um, but how about insurance? Did you have to get any company insurance or insurance for yourself? I did not get insurance until I became a yoga teacher in 2015. Okay. I did not get insurance. And okay. and um, I also am not, uh, and I was not registered as an LLC. It was a solo entrepreneur. And there's a little bit of a difference there. There's some, I didn't go to attorney for this either. It was just LLC, your personal assets are separate from your business assets. So if something goes wrong, you know, you don't lose your house. Solo entrepreneur, not the same situation. I went in it from the perspective of I'm only going to attract good people. I'm not going to have a situation where I'm going to be in danger of losing my stuff. And thank God, thank God. Mm -hmm. Right. Nothing yes. happened. Okay. No. Go, yeah. Great. How about marketing, advertising, marketing and advertising? I never spent money on an ad, but where I did put my money, um, and this was to me, I loved marketing myself, and and I used Meetup.com as a platform to get myself out there. And I thought, so what's the best way to f for me to connect with the people? I would see as potential clients. Um, I didn't see myself getting people through ads. I couldn't imagine that somebody would open a book or, or read an ad and then click or call, because we didn't even click back then very much, and, and hire me. To me, it was way more personal. So I started a meetup group. It was Staten Island Women's Walking, Hiking Social Club. And um, I actually took the group over from another woman who, who started it, but couldn't um, maintain it. So I, I was in the, I was new in the group and I saw she put it up for, for grabs. And I was like, you need to grab this group. And I was like, all right. And that con Again, that conversation in my head that says, you need to do this. And the other voice says, all right. And there I went, uh, took over the meetup group. It had I've uh, had a hand, you know, had a small, nice number of people in it when I grabbed it. And then what I did was I really worked it. I had consistent walks. It was the best group ever. We would meet and I took it, I took it like this is the preliminary to my my private practice, my work. So if you join this free meetup group and if you meet us at um, you know, High Rock Park or Clay Pit Ponds, I went every park on Staten Island. And we would walk and women would show up. And it was just a women's group because I didn't 
want to just, you know, it was just wanted to be a safe, easy place for people to come and walk and talk. And um, I built my business through Meetup. My, my first few years, all my clients, other than the people I actually knew, like my best friend, um, <laughs> who was a client, um, they all came through Meetup. And then I went through other phases and eventually let Meetup go. It was a sad, it was a heart tug when I let Meetup go. But times changed and it just wasn't working anymore. So now I, I, again, it's that word of mouth, it's face to face. And um, God bless, you know, my, my yoga studio, I'm going to five borough power mm-hmm. yoga. Well, we both love it. Yes. Um, I get to do my blessed work through this amazing yoga community that I love so much. And I feel so blessed that I, I get to sort of be that person. Mm. No, that's amazing. So how do you run, manage your business? Do you do everything yourself? Do you outsource anything now? Mm. Um, can you explain what your normal day looks like, week, month, year? How many hours yeah. a week you spend on your business and any days off? So my business, oh my gosh. So all of that, and my business really, really, um, it went through a, a major transformation. And then I... Um, it transitioned. So I'm going to say that as a nice way of saying I let it die. And then I sort of revitalized it in a whole new way. So, so my business, I outsourced nothing. I did it all. Um, the stuff I did well and the stuff I did not do well, I maybe should have outsourced, but I didn't. And it was really, really hard for me to do all that. Other areas of my life began to suffer. Um, because I was trying to do it all. And, you know, it's kind of like jack of all trades, master of none. And again, I had to reel it all in. I had to cross stuff off the list. And when I hit that 10 year point, I said that I'm done. This is, this is good. I'm done. And I tried to, I tried to rebrand myself. I tried to come up with a different name. Um, and it felt like too much efforting, At the same time, I was always trying to find a place where I could, if I've had the ideal place, I felt like the business would sort of take care of itself. And and so after place, after place, after place, you've been to more than one of them. I think you've been with me at three different places. (laughs) And they were all wonderful in their Mm -hmm. own way. And then finally, I felt like I hit the jackpot in New York. I had a beautiful, cute little office and a wonderful um, massage therapy center, gateway center for massage. There was an acupuncturist there as well for a little while. I was a speech therapist. And there I was in my little office doing health coaching, reflexology, Reiki. And guess what? Nobody came. So I had this beautiful little office and nobody came. And I got dejected. And I was like, what am I doing? So then finally, again, the voice in my head, it was winter. It was the voice in my head said, you're done. You're done. Stop it. And I honored the, I, all right, I'm done. And I told my landlord, I gave her the notice. I'm, I'm, I'm leaving and, you know, no real explanation because it's just the voice in my head that says you're done. I honor the voice. So two months later, you know, come March 1st, first time I'm not paying rent on an office space, halfway through March, everybody's done. Mm-hmm. Everybody was done. Mm-hmm. And I thought, whoa. All right. That was meant to be. So there's that, that, you know, listen, trust the gut. Mm -hmm. And as far as my business goes, I'm just, 
I decided this, um, I'm going to let universe, I'm going to let God force, I'm going to let something higher than myself manage the business and I will show up and do the blessed work. So now I have outsourced as you, I, I think, that, <laughs> yeah, I've outsourced my business to the, to the divine. I don't do it anymore. I will happily show up and do the blessed work, but I'm not doing all that other stuff. I'm done. I am too old for that. Mm -hmm. For that so, nonsense. So what, is your, what does your day look like now, a week look like now, a month look like now? Is it, yeah. you know, like I know, cause you, especially because you're doing the IIN I, 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 coaching. Yeah. So what does so, your week look like? So when I'm coaching for IIN, I have seven week um we're in seven week groups. So I make a seven week commitment and I'm either going to be coaching three days a week or two days a week, depending. Um, I will usually coach four 90 minute group sessions on any of those days. Um, there can be up to eight people in a group. So I coach a lot of people at one time and um, I really love, I've really learned to love the dynamics and just sort of um, those little 90 minute increments where people come in and I get to, I get to witness them having like amazing experiences. And it's, again, it's just like, oh my gosh, I get to like stir the pot and watch what happens. Um, and it's really beautiful. It, so is it, a typical, is it, is it seven weeks, like every seven weeks or is it like a, like three times a year, two times a year? So I get my projects, um, yeah, I can coach different groups. Like right now, I'm actually coaching two different groups overlapped. So I've got a class where I'm coaching them. Well, let's see. I don't know. 8, 16, 24. So 32 students a day times three. And then I have a separate group that I'm coaching on weekends. So, but then in seven weeks, I'm done. I'll be like, congratulations. You met the requirement. Good luck. Keep in touch. And then and when does it start done. again? And then I'll get a little bit of a break and then we'll start again. Well, how so many, like how, like what, what's the time break in between? It could be, um, I get to pick. So it okay. could be six weeks. It could be six months. And, and the interesting thing was I had signed myself up for three different workshops in 2020, not knowing that nothing was going to happen. And so I did have to say, oh my gosh, I can't coach. I can't coach that class. I can't, it was, it was, it was like all the dates conflicted and then all my stuff got canceled. So I went back and I said, Hey, guess what? I'm available. <laughs> the next thing you know, boom, I'm coaching again. Mm -hmm. So it, it's really up to the individual coach. Like how available do you want to be? The school is super flexible because they want us to build our business and thrive out in the world. So it's flexible. Okay, good. Okay, and so just quickly, because I'm like, I feel like we're running out of time and I have a bunch of questions still to ask you. But okay, um, so I know I interrupt you when you said what you maybe week looks like now or so the week right now looks like so on Tuesdays, Wednesdays, Thursdays, I would have um, I have a 90 minute session at 9am. And then I have another 90 minute session at 11. And then I get a break and I coach again at six. And then I have another group at eight. So that's Monday, Tuesdays, Wednesdays. And then on Saturdays and Sundays, I coach at 7 a.m. and 9 a.m. And then I have a nice long break. And then I coach again at 6 p.m. and 8 p.m. And then I'm I'm off. And we do it over the over the virtual. It's all distance. So I'm at home. Okay. 
I'm at home, they're at home, we're in different time zones. And um, there's a little bit of I got to log in and, you know, put in numbers and write summaries, but it's, it's all fun and good. And, and then I teach, you know, and then in between when I can, I'm, I'm at the yoga studio. So that's my other job that I love. So how many hours a week are you putting in now? Do, well, do, do it while, all I'm, while I'm coaching, um, I'm, I'm not one of the teachers who's teaching every day. I get to teach maybe once a week sometimes a little more uh moon classes full moon new moon look for me i do the reiki classes um kitchen class cooking classes um but i really love i'd love to teach more yoga but probably um i won't show up on the schedule a whole lot for the next seven weeks because i'm only available on mondays and fridays so you know there's 15 other teachers who want to teach too okay, <laughs> okay. So how profitable are health counselors and nutrition coaches? What is their average hourly fee? And what are the monthly yearly expenses? So those questions are so uniquely individual. Um, and again, it depends on where are you coaching? Who is your demographic? Is it um, high-end programs with high-end, you know, additions? Is it, you know, bare-bones coaching with no handouts, no, no giveaways? So I could say a coach can make anywhere from pro bono, like, you know, $25 an hour if your clients are struggling with finances and you really want to be of service, to upwards of like, heck, I know coaches who charge like $275 for a session, which, you know, to me is a little bit who, you know, come on, really? But I'm in that mid-range. I, I, my sessions are, if you sign up for my six-month program, it's $100 a session. My, my six-month program has been $1,200 since I graduated IIN. And I'll tell you why, because it just gets easier for me. And I love what I get to do. I, I raised my rates at one point and it felt super uncomfortable. Um, so I put them back and I just want people, I want to be a, available without taking away the value of what I'm giving. So I charge a hundred dollars a session. And again, a session could be an hour. It might be 75 minutes. And if you just want a session, it's 125 because I want to encourage you to make the, the six month commitment. So save a little bit of money. If you make that commitment, um, my yearly expenses, I have not kept track of yearly expenses. This is why I'm bad at running a business. I bought um, a ledger book in 2006, part of my, you know, starting up. It's still in plastic. Mm -hmm. I never opened my ledger book. My my accountant, God bless my accountant, I, I figure it out that, that that day, like the day of my appointment, you see me scrambling. I don't know what it costs. Okay. I'm okay. not good at that. Okay. So, <laughs> yeah. So, the, I mean, I guess sometimes it could be expensive. So, for somebody that wants one, but it, it's too expensive, <laughs> maybe for them, what would you recommend? Oh, so if the coaching was too expensive? Yes. Well, there's groups. Groups are affordable way to receive coaching. I've received group coaching and I've had the personal experience. And for me, um, I would rather spend the money and have the private session because it goes way deeper and there's more um, 
there's just more opportunity to heal and, and go deep. Groups are nice if you don't really want to go too deep and you want to really share the experience with others. It's usually pretty affordable because the person leading the group is going to make a lot more money than if it was just a one-on-one. So there's groups. And also, um, there's a lot of free stuff out there. Like, do some searches. Most of my favorite teachers are always talking and sharing really valuable stuff on social media platforms. And you can learn so much just by listening to that free stuff. And then that's sort of, I mean, I have listened to people for hours and months and years before I actually like went and hired them. So there's, there's a lot of free stuff you can learn and receive help. Okay, it great. doesn't. It doesn't have to cost a fortune. So we went into detail on our last podcast about that. But can you just mention now quickly, maybe one person or two person that they could, if they had no money and they wanted to start listening to, that you like in regards to nutrition? Hmm. <laughs> who would you listen to? I would say listen to anybody who is. Um, my favorites are David Wolf. Now, he's very radical, so a lot of his stuff is censored, which is why I pay to be on the inside. And um, But who else could you listen to? As a, I listen to Rachel Feldman. Um, again, she's more of a business coach for coaches, but she talks about health and digestive issues. Um, I would say you, you'd have to do a search for what it was you actually wanted to hear. Now, on YouTube, I listen to a lot of you know, who do I listen to? It's not nutrition, but I listen to spiritual teachers. I listen to Adi Ashanti. He's my meditation teacher. Um, I listen to Abraham Hicks um, for guidance and spirituality. I also listen to, um, oh gosh, there's tons of them. And, and some of them go way back. Uh, Alan Watts, Rudolf Steiner. Uh, you can tap into all of this. It's all free and it's all on it's all on the internet. Okay, great. So what's coming up on your agenda plans for the remaining 2020 year and beyond? So for 2020, I just want to get through this year. <laughs> um, in my immediate plans, I plan to, well, I plan to keep coaching for IIN. I definitely plan to be available um, through Five Borough Power Yoga. I would, you know, so some of the things we've done in the past, we've done Reiki trainings. Um, I would love to do another one. Uh, Karen has had me lead uh, seasonal cleanses. Again, I have I have a cleanse for, I have four of them. So I do have one for every season. And uh, she lets me do that as a group. So that's another opportunity, you know, if you wanted to do a cleanse, but you don't want to do the private with me, look, keep an eye out for one of the groups. I, I hope to do that coming up. Um, I just want to get through this year in one piece and, and going forward. I, I honestly, Lana, I don't know. I'm just riding that wave and trusting the impulse. And I don't really have long-term plans. <laughs> Okay. No, yeah. I'm like, now I'm like getting nervous because the time's going quick. And I'm like, uh -huh. um, but I do want to ask you, so what would your advice be for someone that is interested in becoming a health, a holistic health counselor and 
or integrative nutrition coach? What would your advice be to them? My advice would be check out IIN. They have a lot of free, you can log in, take a sample class. They have, follow them, follow them on Facebook. I don't do other social media, that, so I always say Facebook, but they're out there. Um, and there's other nutrition programs, but again, you know, this one's on the leading edge. Every single dietary theory that's being taught through the integrative nutrition, you, you are taught by that expert. That's how brilliant the program is. All of these experts are teaching for the Institute for Integrative Nutrition. So I would say do that program, even if you don't want to, you know, quit your job, change careers, become a health coach. If you're on a healing journey, if you just like love this information, if you want to be part of a global community that really just wants to help, you know, feed the world uh, better food and, you know, do the program, it is it is life changing. So you want to be a health coach? do the integrative nutrition program and and check out those free uh, sample classes that they offer and look out for the sales. They run specials. They just had a two for one. Can you imagine you and your partner or you and your best friend both getting to do it together? No, that's it's freaking nice. awesome. That's nice. So what would be an ideal nutrition nutritious meal plan for one day for you? breakfast, lunch, and dinner. So mine is, is again, you know, and the food is very unique to the individual and what you need to do. So if I'm going to tell you what I'm going to eat, please know that it's just because this really works for me. It's not what I'm telling other people to do. But for me, less food works better. Um, I, I'm super sensitive to food. So if I eat early, I get tired early. So for me, I'm going to start off with some water. I put salt in my water, a little bit of really high quality sea salt. Um, I drink a lot. So I'll have, I, I love my coffee. So I will have um, organic beans. I grind them fresh. I make a fresh little pot of coffee and I thoroughly enjoy it. Um, I take my herbal supplements. I take my charcoal to filter. So this is all like even before I'm even thinking about food. When I start to get a little hungry, I will want a juice or some fruit. I'm on a juice kick because I'm doing a cleanse right now, started on the new moon, going to the full moon. Um, so juicing a lot of vegetables, blending a lot of fruit, and then um, a meal. And, and for me, one solid meal is fine. And I like to wait until late uh, before I eat. So it would be like raw veggies and not that raw is the way to go, but it's just where I'm at right now. I don't, I don't, um, I don't eat meat, not a whole lot of cooking. And right now I'm not doing grains, but normally I would eat maybe brown rice, quinoa. I eat pasta, I eat pizza, but this is why I'm doing a cleanse. Cause all of that and all of this lockdown just has me feeling so sick and lethargic. So for me now on a good day would be, you know, start my salt water, maybe some lemon water, my good coffee, um, juices, smoothies, some sort of big crunchy salad, um, seeds instead of nuts. When I'm not cleansing, I eat nuts. Um, I do eat eggs on a normal day, but not during cleanse. So basically like that. Okay, great. Thank you. 
And mm-hmm. now we have, I'm thinking, four minutes left. So number one, I definitely want um, to ask you, if someone wants to get in touch with you, how can they best um, reach you? Um, my online scheduler. So it's my website, wholehealthandwellness.com and then genbook.com. Go right to my scheduler and pick free Q&A. Book that time and I will, um, and that will be when we'll talk. So typically I have my devices turned off. So if you're calling or texting and I don't respond, it's not that I'm ignoring you. I'm just not connected to my devices the way most people are. And and, um, so book a session and we'll talk and it won't cost anything. So the best way to get in touch with me is through the online scheduler. You got to let me know you want to reach me and I will make myself available at that time. Okay, great. And then anything else you would like to say, add that I didn't cover and you think it's important to mention? Um, the only thing I would say is that, you know, really, really trust your, trust your gut, trust your impulse, whether it's, I want to expand or broaden my horizon, or I want to stop eating and do a cleanse, or, you know, I think I want to switch careers. Just really, I would say, don't overanalyze the impulses and just really go with it. Um, you know, life is short and things cost money, but that's what we're here for. And it's kind of like a trip to Disney World. It costs a lot of money. You go, you have fun, you come back and and you, and it's another day. So that would be my last, my little bit. <laughs> All right, great. Thank you so much. That was perfect. You are amazing. Thank you so much for doing this podcast with me today. You have been a blessing in my life and I love you. Aww. And this concludes our podcast. Have a great day, everyone. And I hope you enjoy this. Thank you so much, Lana. Thank you, everybody who's listening. (laughs) Have a great day.